0: Welcome into Career Competitor, the show that seeks to light that competitive fire within you in order to jumpstart or optimize your career. As always, we are brought to you by the folks over at CG Sports Network, and I'm Steve Miller Welcome in, guys. I am just delighted to be bringing you today a first for the show, a Hall of Fame inductee. He, in fact will be welcomed into the 2020 class. He was not welcomed in last year simply because of COVID. So he, along with the inductees with the 2021 class, will be heading to Canton, Ohio this year. The person I'm talking about is Steve Atwater, who was most famously an eight-time Pro Bowler with the Denver Broncos and also a two-time Super Bowl champion in 1997 and 1998. Not many teams go back-to-back in the sport of football. So as you can imagine, his teams were pretty prolific, pretty impressive individuals that came together and performed at the highest level as a team. Now, a couple of really just awesome stories and some great insight from a guy that's been around some incredible names within the game. But one, if not the biggest takeaway for me that I took from our chat was really just the power of relationships, what you can achieve together when you're not only trying to achieve something great, but you're actually truly invested in one another as well. So listen in to this conversation today. It's a shorter episode than normal But to be honest with you, if it was only two minutes long, it was an absolute pleasure to have the chance to bring on someone like Steve to the show. So we're going to jump right into my interview here with Hall of Fame inductee to the class of 2020 and two-time Super Bowl champion Steve Atwater. And I hope you all enjoy. Hey guys, before we jump into this particular episode, I encourage you to go to careercompetitor.com where you can conveniently find all of my episodes provided there. You can also connect with me through the website as well. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this particular episode and just hear from you in general. Maybe you or someone you know would be a great candidate to come on the show as well. In the meantime, whatever podcasting platform you're listening to is on, make sure you're subscribed to the show, following us, And, of course, leaving us a rating as well. This is paramount, especially if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts. Take the time just to click the fifth star. I would love a five-star rating if you don't mind. And it really helps us continue to expand the show. So please take the time to do that. And, of course, give us a follow on Instagram, career underscore competitor. All right. Well, it is my complete pleasure uh, to welcome in Hall of Famer Steve Atwater. First and foremost, Steve, do you ever get tired of, of being introduced like that now?
1: Oh no 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 no, not at all. <laughs> no, no. Uh, still um, you know, kind of amazed that um, you know I'm in that in that class with, with so many great players. But yeah, I'm. I'm uh, it's still early on in the process, so um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm looking forward to to the journey.
0: Yeah, still very much the honeymoon period of uh, of, of of being anointed a, a Hall of Famer, and you know, I, I really wanted to start there in, in terms of just really. Discussing the competitive component that is our show and 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 really just in the sport of football, when it comes to the Hall of Fame, there is no better individual recognition for the ultimate competitor of the game of football than being put into Canton, Ohio. So for you as a lifelong competitor, I assume, what did that, in your opinion, maybe validate? What did that maybe sort of, you know, very much tell you in that moment that, hey, as a competitor, I've really hit the absolute pinnacle?
1: Well, um, you know, I think each player, uh, when they play the game, uh, regardless of what game it is, regardless of what sport it is, you know, they they see themselves in a certain light. And, you know, some guys see themselves as good players. Some guys see themselves as okay players. Some guys just – Admit that, hey man, I'm not very good. <laughs> uh, and you know, I always thought I was a I was a, a pretty good player. I was up there with some of the top players. Now, you know, I've always been one to say that they're kind of levels uh, because, you know, I, I thought I was a very good player, but they're, you know, you got the Ed Reed's, you have the Ronnie Lots, uh, you know, have you know those kind of guys, and uh, you know, I'd say even Troy Palomalu like that, mm. you know, guys that um, are you know just exceptional mm-hmm. um and um you know it's a lot of hard work goes into it uh, and i don't think many people realize that part of it <laughs> but uh yeah i'm i'm um i'm i'm, I'm excited about it and uh, you know i still sometimes gotta pinch myself to you know say is, is this really real
0: absolutely and i think in the in the safety position in in, in general for 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 most of your career, you know, that it's one of the let's, you know, for lack of a better term, less glamorous positions. You know, all the all the all the discussions are always about quarterback this and running back that. And, you know, for for you in terms of statistically, in terms of the teams that you were on, in terms of the achievements that you accomplished as a player, you were clearly a a hugely vital component of, of of these teams as a as a personality what did you feel you were bringing to the team in order for it to compete at the highest level?
1: Well, I think I was bringing, uh, leadership, um, uh, a positive attitude, a nonstop attitude, a, um, uplifting voice in the huddle. Um, also a person that they can look at and, and, and see, Hey, I'm going full speed all the time. And, Hmm. You know i don't and i didn't really talk a lot about that i just did it and i think that um you know my teammates uh you know um uh, you know may have uh played a little harder because of that mm-hmm. uh and you know obviously i had guys on my team that played hard too and i you know i was inspired by them as well but and you know that's that's when you know you got something special when you have you know multiple guys on the team several guys Who uh, all are committed to playing at a high level, Mm -hmm. and um, you know I was fortunate to you know be on several teams like that. We didn't always make it to the Super Bowl, but uh, you know the 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 two times that we did go and we won, um, man, we had unselfish players, guys who were just leaving it on the field, uh, and you know not only were we teammates, but we were genuine we still are we're still mm-hmm. I, we, we have genuine friendships where we, we care about each other and you know care about each other's families and and that uh and i think that was a big part of it too you know we were not just playing for ourselves we were hey i'm, I'm playing for my guy who you know i practice with every day and i see them you know sacrificing everything and you know we're, we're all kind of doing that so uh and you know you i think you also got to have the coaches that uh that um you know, kind of feed that, feed that. And that's kind of their philosophy as well. And mm-hmm. it all kind of works together. And we were forced in that regard where we, you know, we had coaches that um you know brought us closer together. They did act, you know, had activities, fun activities for all of us. Uh, I remember in training camp, uh, you know, we go we'd have a fishing derby at the end of the at the end of the uh training camp. And man, we would be competing, you know, Shannon Sharp, you know, he'd go off and uh, to a remote part of the lake and he'd come back with, you know, 15 fish. Like, man, where, how'd you get those fish? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was some funny stuff going on with it, but uh, it was all good. And then, yeah. you know, we we come back and then uh, Mike, he would give us gifts, you know, whoever caught the most fish, biggest fish and, you know, and all those little things, they just, I think it just hmm. brought us closer together. And, you know, not only were we working hard, but we were also having, having, just a ton of fun
0: mm. yeah that's that's special and I think one thing the you know we've had super Bowl champions on before Olympic champions and we we've speaking to people that especially are part of these team sports it seems as though there's this ability to develop genuine relationships and I, I think that is something that is so powerful and actually allows me to sort of bring in something else I'd love to learn is really just how the, the sport of football, has impacted you the person as opposed to the other way around you've explained a lot there in terms of what you brought to your teams in the game but in terms of just the sport of football as a whole what is it what has it done to you the person
1: I wouldn't say it was the sport I would say more uh, my teammates and coaches you know they Mm. they, they're the ones who had the biggest impact on me Mm. and I guess you can't say the game because you know you got to do things within the rules, do things the right way. Um, but it's taught me a lot about, um, just having to fight, you know, and I, I had to do it at a young age anyway, you know, to uh, you know, survive in, in, in my town of St. Louis, where I grew up at, uh, you know, we had to scrap and, uh, you know, football was a part of that then and, you know, throughout throughout my career, just time and time again. Even now, during during COVID, mm. um, you know, we're, we're not all the way out of it. We're, we're headed in the right direction. But mm. it's been tough on a lot of people. But, you know, for me, I, I, I can't say it's been easy, but I can say that this is nothing like uh, planning a football game, no, nothing like, you know, growing up, the way that I grew up in St. Louis. So I so, look back and I look and say, hey man, man, this this all I gotta do is uh you know distance from people and uh, you know not 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 go too crazy right now. I, I can I can hold off for it. even if I gotta do it for another year. I mean yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> uh it just yeah, it taught me resilience, uh uh respect, uh respect for the opponents, um, you know, respect for my teammates and coaches and you know and appreciation you know mm. uh you know not taking anything for granted uh, because you know we like I said I played on some good teams uh but those two teams that we played on 97 98 uh, everything just clicked mm. and we were really good in 96 too we went 13 and 3 in the regular season lost to Jacksonville in the playoffs um but we weren't able to get there and, uh, but it, it was a lesson and we had to, had to, had to come bounce back from it. Uh, and I think football really is a microcosm of life, uh, yeah. because, you know, you, you go through things in life and, you know, a lot of my stories, I, you know, I see with my kids when they, when they go through things, I can share with them instances of, uh, you know, how that can relate to football and, and, you know, how to look at it in a different way to be able to, uh, to 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 deal with it um and, and you know not get so bent out of shape about it
0: sure sure that makes a ton of sense it's really what we're all about on this show is is really trying to take these lessons that we can learn in sport and apply them to really any avenue of life and i think anybody listen to this especially in the last 12 months or so as we've gone through this COVID time. You know, looking at ways to to be resilient, finding respect in the work that you do and for the people that you work with uh, and having that appreciation, having that appreciation for just the fact that maybe you still have a job, even if your job has been somewhat, somewhat, you know, influenced in 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 different ways whether it's doing it through a screen like this or you know as opposed to whatever you used to do that appreciation is paramount and I love that I think that's a a a massive takeaway from this for me and in terms of just what you now have to look forward to Steve talk to us a little bit about the work that you're doing today and I guess how you're still getting these competitive juices out I'm sure they never go away fully so how are you still competing today
1: yeah well I actually work for the Broncos now Mm -hmm. um I am In a position called manager of fan development, and uh, it's it's really a cool position. I get a chance to interact with a lot of the fan, a lot of our fans, uh, a lot of our sponsors, season ticket holders, um, and then the Broncos organization is affiliated with a ton of nonprofit organizations. And I kind of feel bad because I haven't been in that involved here over this past year with, with the uh, pandemic going on, but uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, getting back up to speed and, uh, you know, getting back active with uh, the nonprofits as well. Um, And uh, so, and then also I'm able to have some interactions uh, with a lot of the current players and coaches. uh, Well, not right now because of COVID, but sure. Uh, prior to that, and I, I anticipate that happening again once we get past this. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's it's just uh, an awesome, awesome job. Uh, you know, my boss, he, he's like a really great friend of mine too, Mac Freeman. Um, I remember when I lived in in, in uh, I lived in Maryland, I believe at the time. I lived in Atlanta for a while, then I lived in Maryland, mm. and I I came back to Denver once, and then I saw him at a game that I went to in Tampa, Tampa, Tampa Bay, Florida and uh you know each time he say hey man, we gotta get you back to denver and uh you know we're gonna get an office for you and i you know i didn't i didn't believe it i didn't sure and so when we decided my, my wife and i decided to move back um you know we came and found a home and i reached out to him i said hey were you serious and he's like mm. yeah yeah and uh we went in bed we talked for man 15 minutes and it was it was a done deal and uh you know he, he's 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 the same person who uh, you know I met back then. Just has a has a heart of gold, and uh, you know high morals, and you know just cares so much about other people. And uh, you know I'm, I'm really fortunate to uh, be back with the organization in this capacity, and uh, being able to be around so many wonderful people.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and it sounds what i love about this is the the way it's gone full circle when you talk about those teams in the in the 90s and the way in which you were a family on the field off the field and it sounds as though for for the broncos as an organization to feel as though they can work their way back to those sort of glory years they've decided let's let's take this incredible nucleus that we had there in the 90s let's have as much of this around as possible so that maybe these guys on the roster today can pick up and start to feed off of that a little bit and start to have that mm-hmm. same sort of buy-in for one another both on and off the field and how can you not be successful when you have that type of a blueprint to take advantage of um you know as, as an organization which is which is fantastic and 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 steve i i'm just so thankful and appreciative for your time today and you had to wait one more year to to see your <laughs> enshrined enshrined uh, face in, in canton and I'm i'm just so excited for you to have that opportunity this year obviously to be able to go and do that so Best of luck with the rest of uh, rest of 2021. Congrats again on the Hall of Fame. And uh, thank you again so much for your time today.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. And uh, yeah, I checked out a couple of your episodes, man. You guys are doing a great job. Keep up the, the awesome work. Uh, you know, even when it may not seem like people may be looking or, you know, your number's growing, it, it, it has a big impact, man. And, um, you know, my, my hat's off to you for you know, providing important content. So thank you.
0: Means a lot. Thank you so much. Such a wonderful opportunity to have Steve join us here on the Career Competitive Podcast. And as I said at the outset, relationships were massive in Steve's success within his football career. But behind those relationships were an extremely authentic man. And when you look at some of the key components, the traits, the qualities that Steve brought up here, these are all things that are applicable to anyone and everyone, no matter what walk of life. To be honest, these are things that are applicable to just being a good human being. And in order to be competitive, in order to be successful, you have to be somehow authentic to who you are. And if you're not a good person, if if you're not someone that has these types of values, the values like leadership, positivity, resilience, respect, appreciation, being unselfish, having a nonstop go-get attitude, all these things, if this isn't what you're built upon, It's always going to be difficult. It's always going to be difficult to build these trustworthy, authentic relationships in any component of your life. So what I love about this interview with Steve is that he was able to come to us and really explain quite clearly that for a team like the ones that he were on back in the 90s, to have the success that they had, It was a bunch of really good guys. Really good guys that believed in a common goal to be the best at what they did. And they did it in a way where they were very serious about it and they had a ton of fun. And at the core of everything that they were doing, they're just good guys. Really good guys. And you hear about uh, Steve now working for the Broncos still to this day. That belief of who he is at his core and that authenticity that he goes through life with. Is something that they obviously recognize, and they still want to be a part of the organization. So, something I think that's just so powerful here, uh, through this uh, this short discussion with with Steve, is is simply that is is being a good person behind the competitor, being a good person behind the professional, however you want to put it. It's something that you need to take seriously and invest in. Find ways to invest in who you are as a person behind whatever whatever it is that you are doing each and every day. So. Again, incredibly appreciative for someone like Steve to stop by the show. And if you're new to the Career Competitor podcast, firstly, thank you so much for taking the time to give us a listen. If you feel the need to maybe check us out a little bit more, you can always go back on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to me on and check out, download, and rate some former episodes that we've had that would would be greatly appreciated and in the meantime you can always give us a follow as well on Instagram career underscore competitor the website's always active new episodes being put up on there all the time careercompetitor.com and that is also where you can connect with me just make sure you reach out let me know who you are why did you reaching out and I would love to hear from you but in the meantime best of luck with everything you've got going on as always keep competing keep finding ways to aspire to do things at higher and even better levels than before and i look forward to speaking with you all again very soon bye for now